When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience, y'all. This is my talk 1071, everything entertainment coming hot off of day two of the talkies. Oh, yes. We didn't do well, Steve. Wait, what do you mean? Yeah, none of our... We didn't do well yesterday. Yeah, none of our peeps won. So this is uh, two days worth of the My Talk Awards. Happens at 8 a.m. every weekday morning this week. Three categories per morning. Yesterday, the Don and Steve show went over three. Today, the Don and Steve show went over three. Are we going to be the Susan Lucci of the My Talk Awards? I Technically, think so. we have a nomination in every category. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, Who won? Uh, so we nominated for actor, old guy from Squid Game. Uh, that <laughs> yes. actually went to Don. Do you remember my chart is on um, the other side okay. of the Okay, for uh, best actor. Well, it wasn't Zac Efron. That's for sure. You mean Zac Efron? Oh, Efron. Yes. Um, <laughs> It went to Reggae Jean Page. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, they went man. for the sex appeal. Whatever, uh, guys. Michael C. Hall was in second place mm-hmm. in the morning show. For... Where did old guy from Squid Game come, Squid Game come in? Last. Was he last? Yeah. <laughs> uh, actress, we nominated Jean Smart. It actually went to Betty White. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's Kate tough to Winslet argue. Kate was in second place. Yeah, and then with... I think Jean Smart was third. Yeah. Oh, bronze medal. We'll take it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then for Publationship, we nominated Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, not so much. Really? It went to... Was that Benifer? Mm. I don't know. Mm. Was it Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson? Oh. I don't remember. I don't either. I'm just trying to get through it, you know? Oh, yeah, Donna. <laughs> Donna, come Donna on. Go? She's so sad she went under the console. Donna, now you got to come back. I'm going to grab the, uh, the results. That oh, went sure. to um, Benifer again Benifer. Oh, yeah. That's wow. Colleen and Bradley. Of course they're going to win that one. Yep. Again, because yeah. they're all about... They coined the term publationship. Yeah, that's, they're a shoe in there. Whoever they say, we follow them. So that makes sense. <laughs> so we're 0 for 6. Yeah, that's all right. So far, tomorrow, we've got another shot. We'll have three more categories tomorrow. And uh, we'll see if we can do well. Now, how was the, uh, how was the, how were you treated? How were you treated? Uh, fairly. Okay. Yes. With respect and dignity. From Jason and Kenny and who, uh, yes, Bradley was there? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Bradley was kind of a bee, but... <laughs> <laughs> he was he was kind of a bee to everyone, and he was poking the bear. And when I say bear, I mean Kenny. Kenny, well, yeah. Of course. I mean, who else would be the bear? Yeah. Grant was the honorary gay today, yes. so that was fun. Oh, okay. They made him a gay for a day. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is that? Uh, even he happen? said, "I'll do it. I'll do it." And I'm like, "Well, the lines." Well, Bradley was like, "The line is forming outside the studio right here, so get ready for a fun day." 
Yeah, because Grant really has some sex appeal. When we post a picture of him online, everybody gets all I know. in their all feelings the ladies about are him. like, whoa, Grant Todd. Yeah. yeah. How nice for him. Yeah. What about He's you, Steve? Kidding. Do people say, ooh, so hot? <clears throat> Thank you for asking. Yeah, the only time I've been told that I look hot, and this is true, is when I've dressed as a woman. If I dress as Katniss Everdeen, for instance, for the Hunger Games Halloween special for Twin Cities Live years ago. That's great. I was a fox. I have good cheekbones to be contoured. Pretty girl. When they contour my cheeks, it's really something. Yeah. Honest to goodness. Like there was me, Elizabeth and I, Elizabeth Reese and I both were Katniss Everdeen. All the love in the world to her. And again, we wish her a continued speedy recovery. But holy Elizabeth Reese. I'm hotter as Katniss Everdeen than she is. And that's objective. There's we have a split screen to prove it. It just is what it is. It's my cheekbones. Do you think I'm responsible for Elizabeth's getting hurt? Twitter's telling me that I am because she was on her way to lunch with me. Okay. Why do you say was it you? I like. Well, I would be I like open this to this. Admission of guilt. Well, she wouldn't be having lunch with you if she wasn't doing radio. And if I had come in yesterday, she wouldn't mm-hmm. have been here, and then wouldn't have been heading to lunch. So and I feel somewhat responsible. Plus, she wouldn't have been having lunch with me had you not ripped me away from my television job because she and I would have still been <laughs> seeing each other every day. But There's I, a lot of layers. Uh, but Donna Kelly Hansen was on yesterday, and she's okay, right? Yeah. Okay. As far as we know. All right. I did go right after the show. I was driving out of the parking lot and then I texted Elizabeth and I was like hey do you mind if I pop by real quick so then I went over and got to see her as she's just parked on a couch Aww. poor thing for, for those of you who don't know she slipped on the ice and hurt herself ended up in surgery brutally uh, broke her ankle yeah I mean like the like surgeons were like and... this isn't good and yeah. it was dislocated as well oh my gosh so very traumatic ankle injury you guys be careful out there make sure you salt and ice this is the third person who I know who has injured themselves, wow. one of them being my roommate who bruised his tailbone, mm. couldn't walk uh, well for a good two Jeez. weeks. I mean, it's bad. Just be super, super, super I careful. I almost landed on my butt yesterday outside of the studio here. Right? The, yeah. It was just, you know, hadn't snowed yet, but there was just, you know, it's it was a shiny black part of the pavement, mm-hmm. and it was really like pure ice yeah. on an ice rink. Elizabeth went, said that... Some of the uh, like the the nurses and doctors who were seeing her in the hospital sort of were coming up to her like, oh, was it the ice? Kind of like they see it all the time, oh, right? Sure. You know, and oh. it's just all of a sudden before you can even blink. She said she couldn't even didn't even realize it was happening. Boom on the ground. Yeah, ankle in a ton of pain. Donna, I think we should get walkers for the winter. I like the idea. That's you know, great. Yeah, because we can just hang our bag on it and just <laughs> use that into work. Do you yes. have any tennis balls? Yes, <laughs> but you'll need them with like the yak tracks on the tennis balls because yeah. you need to really oh, yeah. be carving into that ice yeah happy uh 222 22 22 yeah. 22 22 yeah. today uh Very exciting i can't wait for 222 and 22 seconds oh that's what? gonna be a, everybody we're gonna make a wish at 222 22 oh, i'll be sleeping i guarantee it don't set an alarm you gotta set an make alarm. a wish wake up for this it's worth it Think um, if everybody put out positive energy at that time today. Oh, just think oh, of how we could change the my world. Dreams. <laughs> okay. I'll do it for my dream state. How about that? Okay. That sounds um, good. By the way, Clark County, Nevada thinks that this will be the busiest day ever for weddings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for and sure. And it will or, top yeah. the previous record holder, which was 777. 7707. 7707. That's when I did my first skydive. 
Really? 07078? Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. That would be a good day to do it. Oh, today would be a good day too, Dawn. Oh, Get back out there, Dawn. It's freezing and snowing. Yeah, gale force winds in the middle of a snowstorm. You should jump to the earth. <laughs> Guys, do I you have want a. Me to die? I have a. No, no, no. Genuinely, sometimes I oversell things that make you go, huh? No, you know you what? I, I, I like to Stop. say it was the Wordle before there was Wordle. We've been waking brains up all across the globe for years now. Today, I have a fact that is truly mind-blowing, and it has to do with Michael Jackson's 1993 Super Bowl halftime performance. What Michael Jackson did, how long he did it, and we'll see if we can name any other artist who could have gotten away with it. I have one and only one other that comes to mind. Hmm. I will tell you about this when we return. It is the Don and Steve experience on my talk. Happy New Year from Hughes Dental. Here's the deal. If you're thinking about ringing in the new year with a beautiful new smile, call my friend, Dr. Amy Hughes. She is a five-star rated dentist. And she's one of 10 accredited cosmetic dentists in the state of Minnesota. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend, Dr. Amy, is doing it right. Listen to what Deb says about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. After my dentist of several years retired, I went on a thorough search for a new doctor. After several unsatisfactory experiences, I found Dr. Amy Hughes. I've been seeing her and Jackie for over a year and a half through major dental procedures, including implants, extractions, and crowns. I'm so fortunate to have found them. They are professional, knowledgeable, friendly, and timely. I'm so pleased with my dental work and highly recommend them. I jumped on the Google, too, and here's what RJ said. My veneers look and feel perfect. I chose Dr. Hughes because of her excellent cosmetic dentistry credentials, real patient case examples, and the incredible office and staff. The results were amazing, and I get compliments at least weekly. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website, HughesDental.com. While you're on her website, check out the free video consult. And be sure to let the team know that Jason told you that Hughes Dental is the only choice for your smile makeover. Good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Uh, we just came off the really big Super Bowl halftime show with Snoop, Eminem, Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige. Who am I forgetting? Did I say Dr. Dre? Dr. Dre. Huge. Everybody seemed, it seems like more people liked it uh, than some. Re- oh, 50 Cent showed up too. That's right. More people liked it than some recent years is kind of how it felt. Maybe it was one particular generation that was just talking about it louder than they have in years past, but big halftime show. Now, I have a brother, Scooty, who I've told you about before. Scooty asked me a trivia question last night. You know, Michael Jackson, do you guys remember the Michael Jackson halftime show, 1993? Yeah. I was... 10 and watching the TV and amazed when I saw Michael Jackson. I think they were at the Coliseum in LA. You see, or maybe the Rose Bowl. I, I see Michael Jackson pop up at one point and then he pops up on the other side of the field. And this is like on top of jumbotrons. And then he goes away. He dances up there, goes away. Two seconds later, pops up out from below the stage and lands was. there. Yeah. Where he always was. Now, was when I was 10, I was like, oh my gosh. How did he do that? Only the king of pop could just teleport like that. That is not the mind-blowing fact. Michael Jackson pops up from beneath the stage, 
and boom, holds a position. How long do you think, Super Bowl halftime show, you only get a finite amount of time here, how long do you think Michael Jackson held a solitary pose before a song started? So again, pops up oh, on one yeah. Jumbotron, magically uh-huh. to another Jumbotron, then the real Michael Jackson Jackson pops up from underneath the stage, boom, lands, looks off. How long does he hold that pose? Because people are clapping? Because he's Michael Jackson, and this is how he's going to start his performance. Had nothing to do with Maybe the applause. He was reflecting on the gross things he did. I guess 17 <laughs> seconds. Dawn! <laughs> Sorry, I can't help myself. Um, 17 seconds, you that guess? Was, that was my guess. 17 uh, seconds 60. of silence. 60 seconds. Oh, I will say one minute and 20 seconds. All of us are under. Michael Jackson held a pose without singing at all at the Super Bowl to start his show for a minute and 40 seconds. Wow. Was that the one with his hand up in the air and his head down? No. I'm going to link it up so that anyone who wants to see it can. Okay, great. Um, It is unbelievable. But think of like the, the, the... The conviction, like the performance conviction you've got to have whenever you're talking about it with the Super Bowl producers and the producers of the halftime show. And then I want to hold a pose. Cool. What do you think? Like five seconds to get everybody's attention? Nah, let's do longer. 30 seconds? Like a whole commercial? A minute seems insane. Michael, can we not do a minute? A minute and 40 seconds. So the crowd was just going wild during that time? Like... They were going wild slash slash waiting. You could sense the anticipation. In fact, fun fact, once I get this video up, if you want to go and look at this video, at a minute and 40 seconds, there is they, they pan down, minute and 40 seconds into the video, they pan down to people who are on the field cheering, you know, like the little extras that they bring to make it a raucous environment on the field. And there is a guy who essentially was me, when I met Michael Jackson at Disney World and stroked his hair and yelled, Michael, yes, I watched this guy. And he's a middle-aged man and puts his hands in the air and cheers. And then he says, Michael, yes. I was like, that's me. Oh, gosh, I feel so I used to love him so much. Oh, me man. too. I know. I know. Uh, all right. All right. I'll put that up here in a minute. Isn't okay. that great? That's a good fact. Minute yeah, 40 seconds. Yeah, are you going to share that with us? I'm trying to, but I'm, I'm typing, and then I have to go to more facts. I'll That's get it up okay. there in a few Don't minutes. Don't worry about it. No, Please people wait. are going to see it. It's gonna, Our website's going to crash, man, because how many people are going to see it? <laughs> I thought of one other performer who could get away with that. Oh. For a minute and 40 seconds. Only one other performer comes to my mind. Madonna. Prince. Prince. Yeah, for sure, Prince. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
And yeah, he could just come out, stare in the distance. Tell you what, though, Michael Jackson didn't move a muscle. He just held the pose so hard. Oh, it was very impressive. He was so talented. I mean, beyond. Yeah. Yeah. That's so sad. That <sighs> terrible, terrible stuff. Anyway, uh, no, we'll let's this. turn it around. Let's turn it around. Uh, turn it around let me see Steve. if I can do it. I don't have great ones around. to turn around today. All right, this Anything's is fun. better than that. It's a fun fact. The deepest hole that humans have ever dug is only about 7.6 miles deep. If you think, wow, that's like, remember when you were a kid, it was like, I'm digging, I'm going to go all the way to China, I'm going to go right through the earth. The radius of the earth is 3,959 miles. So we've really just scratched the surface of what, how deep into the earth we can dig. But in theory, you could continue digging all the way through. Until you get to that liquid part that's real hot. Magma. Wow, back to science class. The scientific word for your stomach rumbling is borborygmus. So you can just tell someone I'm having a little bit of borborygmus, excuse me. (laughs) I remember when Lou and I first started dating, there was a night when uh, I was at her house, and we're probably like 17, and we're in her living room, and she is laying her head down like on my leg. So like... You know, she's like laying on my lap, essentially, like her head is there. And then all all I do, my high school dating career could be summed up in one phrase, holding in farts. And that was it. That was all I did. That was all I focused on. And as the night went on, the borborygmus became more and more intense and loud. And as her head is on my leg, very close to my stomach, and then you hear the... And I'm just thinking, this is the worst. It's the best. This girl I have a crush on is really laying her head on my leg. This, but I have borborygmus, which is screwing up everything. Why don't everything. you just go to the bathroom and turn the water on? Don. Um, in obliterate, they didn't have normal air freshener. You know what they did at her house? Matches. They had matches. Yeah. And yeah, you want to let, you may as well wear a chain that says, I just dropped a deuce at your house. <laughs> oh, God. When you light wow. a match. Well, I just thought you needed to relieve some... Gas. That's also not a great situation. Yeah, but it's not like she's going in right after you. No, there's too much. I guess my answer is because I was far too self-conscious of those kinds of things. Yeah, we all were. I mean, I just remember every night that my friend Paul would pick me up in his Plymouth Neon to bring me back to his house where I'd have a sleepover. He was my ride at any I love lessons. that you always give these like little Zip-a-dada. details. It's color. It's color. <laughs> Telling know. them the story. Oh. And he would pick me up sometimes in the wee hours of the night. <laughs> and then it would just be, then I could finally release and, and work did out. Did you do it in Paul's I wouldn't do it right in his car. But okay. when I got to his house, it was, it was a very different land, different government ruled we live differently. Do you guys do this in front of each other now? Yes. And I have brothers. I have a couple brothers. Scooty and his wife and my brother, other brother, fake brother Josh and his wife, never, ever, ever do it in front of each other. And they even just, you must have a much better, even by accident, Don. Like oh he, my gosh. My, I have a brother who can count one time that he's heard his wife fart and they've been married for almost 20 years. They must have such a low amount of gas in their stomach because many other people release gas many many times a day and the idea of being in my own house and not having the freedom to do that like i'm still dating i get it you don't want to gross up the relationship but you also don't want to be sitting there as a sufferer of borborygmus <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, there you go
Thanks, Steve, for those fun those facts. Fun, whatever. Yeah, all right. Hey, when we come back, she did it. She scored a major book deal, and I am very excited about it. We'll tell you who we're talking about when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Thanks for listening to Donna and Steve. That's us on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Don McLean joins us as well. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. I'm very excited about this. Couple of book deals to look forward to. Britney Spears just scored a major deal. She's writing her own memoir. And she is probably going to make a lot of money. Now, the terms of the deal have not been disclosed, but some are saying it's around $15 million. There were publishers that were fighting for um, uh, to get the deal done. And it looks like um, Simon & Schuster are the ones who came out on top. I bet you Simon high-fived the heck out of Schuster once they know right. that. That's right. And then every author that writes books with celebrities is like, can I do it? Yeah. Right? Ooh, so I did not realize this, but Jamie Lynn Spears, her sister, um, her book, Things I Should Have Said, quickly dropped to number 95 on Amazon's bestseller list. Yikes. Once people started, you know, her fans started complaining you know condemning her for the things she spilled so and and then you know britney put that cease and desist order on uh, served her with that so if she's doing a book deal that means there's going to be a sit-down interview i would assume right which i is all i need yeah i I won't get anywhere near this book I don't I feel like I can just read her Twitter. <laughs> yeah, she does yeah. ramble a lot. She is a little bit of a run on sentence kind of girl. But that's Well, I'm sure she'll be working with, yeah, um, you know, a, a ghostwriter as well. And it, I'm sure it'll come together fine. I just feel like we've been hearing, we've been starting to, you know, hear from her over the last six months or whenever Free Britney uh, officially. When once she what was that started speaking late fall or early fall whenever she yeah, about I, six we finally ago. heard from her I just don't I just don't, this is not for me really? this is not for oh, me no I'm give very me excited about I'll take it. an interview and that's that's all I need I want Brittany to be well not to get like two I yeah, get it it's oh, a fun sure. book I just don't know I just maybe writing a book is cathartic maybe it's healing maybe it's therapeutic maybe it's not I don't know I just don't. I'm a I'm a hard pass on this. That being said, if she wanted to at some point sit down and do the Oprah interview, I would watch that, I think. What if there's only one choice and that is read the book? Oh, I won't read it. Hmm. I have I have a waning interest in this Britney story. Wow, that's I just so want, interesting. It's I feel like we're a lot of people are at Britney overload. Maybe not. Maybe I'm the minority. Well, the book, it'll t- it won't be out for another year, so yeah. you'll get a little hiatus from the story for a while. I just, I yeah. just find it so fascinating that somebody who was like on the top of her game, I want to know from her what happened. I don't want to hear just random reports of speculation and things like that. I want to hear from her. 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 From her. Dawn, any interest? 
Mm, I'm not really into reading biographies. Oh, see, oh, that's really? why it surprises it's like my favorite me. Genre. That's why it surprises yeah. me about you, Steve. I'm more excited about the other one we're going to talk about here in a moment. All right. So you're a past too, Don. Oh yeah, I wouldn't read this. I I feel like it would be a quick read. <laughs> I read um, people that do ghost shows. I read their biographies because it's not just about their life; it's about how they approach ghost hunting and stuff. Oh, um, interesting. Right. Wow, we're, we're a, a beautif- beautifully dynamic here. cocktail yeah. here. <laughs> Each ingredient relies on the other to offset right. it. That's yeah. why we're all That's together. True, it's true. Now Matthew Perry. Yes. has an upcoming autobiography as well right. and when i i stumbled on this last night on twitter and i was like okay this seems interesting to me because the early word is that it, he i think it comes out in november that he's going to be very candid and will be self-aware and will okay. talk about you know things that have happened on set behind the scenes relationship things working on the set of friends and then also some of the hardships that he has endured as well. So I guess you could argue that Brittany could do the same thing. I think it's a question of, it's always a question of how honest does the person choose to be in their autobiography, in their memoir. And this sounds like he will. He's going to be clearing up misconceptions and rumors. He's going to recount the good, the bad. He'll delve into his addictions. Oh, yeah, that's... um, Yeah, yeah. I feel like... Um, We're also hearing, sorry, um, from Courtney Cox, too, who was saying that, you know, Matthew took his role on friends so seriously that if he would like beat himself up if a line fell flat and he had a, like a lot of issues with that and then Matthew Perry has said that there are three seasons that he hardly oh, remembers, remembers. Yeah. yeah well he they also say this in uh, in talking about the book that again will not be out until November so you got to wait on this but uh, that he will talk about what it was like at the Friends reunion, both good and bad. Ooh. And if you remember, that was really the hottest story once the reunion happened, which is, is Matthew Perry okay? It sounded like he was slurring his speech. And then there was oh, a teeth. report that he had he been had, at the dentist earlier yeah. that day. But a, not everybody was buying that based on his history. For better or worse, they were questioning and wanting to know if that was some form of a long term effect he looked, of, he looked like he had those flippers in you know what little beauty queens wear flippers it's just a fake teeth you put over the top of your teeth sure it looks oh, like really? it looked like he had because he had like his tooth broke off and i think it was a temporary fix and that does make you slurry face i feel like his voice changed Oh. Not From, only that his mannerisms, he was like, you know, he was like sunken in his chair and hunt. Well, he wasn't sunken. He was like hunched over and hmm. he looked not confident at all. Oh. Well, there was a strange thing that I noticed. And maybe this is just uh, this is me. I wonder if anyone else ever picked up on this. If you listen to his voice, Matthew Perry's voice in Friends. And then if you listened to it when he was on the CBS show, The Odd Couple with thomas patrick lennon his voice had like gotten higher and thinner it's a weird thing and then i i could all of this could be like stupid and incorrect on my part but then i wondered is this is this some sort of a physical impact of addiction 
that he has battled. That could be. And I don't know. Mm. But it was, it, I was like, this is like a different, sounds like a different voice. You know, aside from that, you mentioned the odd couple. He was also on that um, Sunset Strip, 60, <sighs> whatever. Loved that one season I show. I loved that one too. I mean, he's gotten more opportunities seemingly than a couple of, you know, than David Schwimmer, it seems like. I'll tell you, as far as TV goes, a brief story that is absolutely true, because my ex-boyfriend worked on the set of this movie. It was Mm -hmm. filming in Texas. I think it was called Serving Sarah, and it had um, a British model in it. I can't. Elizabeth Hurley. Um, He would not show up to the set like until 2 p.m. or whatever. He's the main (laughs) actor. He was very nice to the crew. So nice that he wanted to stay up all night and party with them and play video games and stuff. Oh, and no. then he just would, because he was doing drugs. And so then they had to stop filming in Texas and resume the movie in L.A. months later after he had a little go-away thing oh, where he cleaned geez. himself up. So they were pretty mad that they lost their jobs. Oh, I could imagine. But he was a very sweet, nice guy. My, hmm. my ex-boyfriend was around him all the time and to the crew and everyone. You know, just such a nice person, but just had these troubles and would stay up all night with the crew. It's like, dude, are you memorizing your lines? I'd be so paranoid that I was going to hold people up because I couldn't remember a line. Yeah. Serving Sarah, if you're now thinking about checking it out, 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) That's the critics. Only a 26% uh, audience score. I'll just go read a couple reviews here of Serving Sarah. Crass and joyless. (laughs) <laughs> There's nary a laugh to be found. Oh, no. Uh, Matthew Perry smirks and mugs throughout while Elizabeth Hurley just seems massively bored, practically yawning, even while hoisting her shirt for the hotel clerk. She huh. wasn't happy. Uh, I she bet. Was getting, she was <laughs> getting served. Filming. Yeah, she wasn't happy hmm. because he was such a mess. Um, how about this? Uh, unrelated story, but I know that you both watched the Tinder Swindler. Yep. Yes. Apparently, online romance scams have really been on the rise. I'll just throw a few numbers out that I think are rather interesting. Uh, they say that, according this, according to the FTC, people have lost $1.3 billion to romance scams in the last five years. But get this, $547 million of those dollars from romance scams came in 2021 whereas if you go back to 2017 87 million dollars were scammed and these are people like saying hey whatever the tinder swindler guy would do having people send them crypto the average person who was scammed in a dating scam by a catfish lost nine thousand seven hundred and seventy dollars on average But the number went from 87 million dollars worth of romance scams in 2017 to four years later 547 million. So, point is, romance scams, a la Tinder Swindler, are apparently on the rise. Note to self, thanks. What's your situation, Donna? Do I need to know about any sites that you're on? Are you active on any sites? I'm not on any sites. No, I'm done. Want me to set you up with someone? (laughs) I'm washed up. No, thank you, though. Come on. No. No. Donna, Mm -mm. you don't trust my taste in men? No, no, it's not that. It's not that. I just, I'm not interested. 
Thanks for asking. Bye now. Okay, see you, Donna. All right, speaking of scammers, uh, Julia Garner, the actress who played Anna Delvey in Inventing Anna, she was recently on the... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Night show. So my wife said, hey, have you heard that clip yet of how she developed the accent for Anna Delvey? I said, No. She sent it to me. Uh, we will hear it. And for anyone who's been sort of irritated by the accent, you'll hear Julia Garner break it down step by step by step on this Anna Delvey accent. We'll get into it. You'll hear it when we come back. It's Don and Steve on My Talk. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Uh, if you see something, you should say something. So we're going to do that right now. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? If you Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Donna, how are you doing on Inventing Anna? Um, I am stalled. I've had a family member with me for the past week. Oh, yeah, they so, will. Yeah, he's not going to watch that They implode your binge plans yeah, when family comes in I town. literally... Literally. literally. No, that's not true. Literally. Not literally. I have not watched, not watched. I have not watched a lot of television at all, almost none for the past week. Thank you. You're just like so cultured. Thanks. But I bet you a lot of wallpaper got hung up at the hey! cabin. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, we got a lot of stuff done. A lot of. A Donna's lot of, you nephew went to the came dump. in town. Yeah, they went to the dump, made a couple of trips. I told that story. I, I had to dump. tell Kelly Hansen, who's uh. so sweet. She doesn't even know what a dump is. I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, they're going to the dump. She's like, sounds like a joke. What? The dump? Listen up, Bambi. Aunt Donna's from Jersey. What do you mean? No, the dump? <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes if you don't have garbage service. Garbage. At your cabin, like I have to take the garbage with me every time I go. You can bring your garbage and you can bring other things in your garage that have been sitting there for years that mice have infested. <laughs> so like I brought chairs and threw chairs and, and they have all these dumpsters oh. set up. One is for like uh, scrap metal. Another one is for appliances. Another one is for, um, I don't know, what do you call it? Uh, like paint and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um all that sort of stuff, things that you can't throw in the normal garbage because your garbage man's not going to pick it up. You could bring it to the dump. Thank you, Minneapolis. This has been another edition of Rich People Problems. <laughs> they don't have garbage service at my second property. I know. Up <laughs> north, new water, you know. That's okay. I won't be shamed for being successful. <laughs> I, made a, I made a lot of sacrifices. <laughs> And I did it by myself. That's yeah. the new clapback to rich people problems. I won't apologize for being successful. <laughs> wow. Donna, you just accidentally that wrote your great. memoir title, honey. <laughs> this is it. Thank you. You're not going to shame me. 
No, I wasn't. Once you started talking about the mice, I was like, it's not as nice. The, exactly. <laughs> the <Mice> infestation, <laughs> the yeah. bats, all of it. Found a human leg. Oh, no. <laughs> all of that to say, um, when you jump back into Inventing Anna, all you need is one episode in and you realize, ooh, that's a particular accent here. What am I hearing and for me it was it was rather distracting for multiple episodes to lean in and just think like okay what are what are we talking about here here's julia garner who i an actress i was totally unfamiliar with having never watched ozark before many people know her from ozark Uh, here she is on jimmy fallon explaining and you actually hear her layer in these different parts of the accent i think i sent it queued up don so it should be um at the right spot with her talking to jimmy fallon I think it's the beginning. I Unless there's an ad. Oh, no, wait, wait. Don't play it from the beginning. Donna, talk about Inventing Anna for a second. Okay, so Inventing oh. Anna, go in back into the... No, I'll get it. I'll get it. Hang on one sec. So Inventing Anna is a series. It's a limited series about a woman who basically infiltrates this art scene in New York City and ends up scamming people out of money because she thinks she's going to set up this this social club for um, artists and people who appreciate art and buy art. And she's just basically full of crap the whole time. She really is. I watched a little bit of a 2020 special with The Real Anna Delvey last night. Yeah. I, I was trying to hear, how, how does she really talk uh, oh, so this was a new episode on last on. No, I found an old episode sure. of 2020 yes. and was like trying to hear her real voice. But uh, and I don't know if I feel like it's a good accent or a bad accent, but I don't know if she was in her real accent because she was sitting down with Doris Roberts from 2020. And so I don't know which yeah. Anna Delvey we were dealing with here, by the way, real name, Aaron Sorokin. With that, we go uh, to Julia Garner explaining it all to Jimmy Fallon. That That was probably the hardest accent I've ever done. It was a different mixture of accents. So, you know, um, you know, this is a girl who is saying that she's German, but she's really Russian. So she's not going to have a Russian accent. So first I had to um, do like a a European, like a German accent, right? You know, but it's very subtle. It's like, you know, have a vocal fry at the end of it, whatever, right? And then, and then, you know, I had to add... um, like some little Russian for certain words. It was a very bad Russian accent. But then <laughs> I start to do like a, this is more of an Anna Delvey accent. And then it gets Americanized because you know how Americans kind of add a question at the end of everything? Like, you know what I mean? Like Europeans don't do that, right? <laughs> so, Come on. What just happened? Yo, that was... Okay, so she's doing exactly what Anna Delvey was doing, trying to fake her way yes. through an accent and was doing a bad job at it. That's why right. it sounds like garbage. Now, what, yeah, and admittedly, she said that it's a bad Russian accent on top of sort of a stock German accent with some American intonation and inflection in it. And so that's why you get, frankly, a distracting accent. When Anna Sorokin, Anna Delvey, was sitting down for this 2020 interview which I believe happened in like February 2021, and I think other things have happened since then. Mm-hmm. I won't spoil any deep dives on oh, her. Um, but I couldn't make sense. I, could, I couldn't even understand, like, <laughs> it didn't sound like Julia Garner. And so I wonder if at t- other times she's been in an interview, she has not... Used that one. Used that one. And I, but it's like you can hardly even pick up on an accent. I, I, I don't know. I think what's I happening know. is... She can't keep track of what she was trying to sound like. 
this is why this is the stress of lying. Good right? call. It's we hear it in the accent, but with yeah. anything, you don't remember who you lied in, who you lied to, what did, right. which story did you tell them? Didn't Jason date some guy who faked an accent for yeah. a long time? Yeah, he really? told everyone he was British, <laughs> and he was a actually ran for office here, and that's when they busted him. <laughs> no way. Yeah, and he said he worked for the Hillary campaign, and Jason went to an event with him at for the Hillary campaign. He still doesn't know how they got in. <laughs> Wow. And he also said that he was a tennis pro. So he would wear a costume, what I call a costume, which would be a sweater around his shoulders. No. High socks. He's just like, you know, basically carrying a racket everywhere. I mean, poor Jason dated him for a long time. And it's just, yeah, yeah. He was like, he even fooled British people who were around, like Jason would be around. He would invite him someplace that were a British couple. That oh he knew gosh. were there, and they didn't even know. That is so funny. And so wrong. And, and he's so a, scary. Yeah, he's a con artist. People, I mean, it's, just, con artists are fascinating. In that, the, 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 the bravery that it takes to just, you know, like, do a bald-faced con, where you commit to it, you've got a backstory in place, you're wearing the costume, as you say, I just, that gives me hives just thinking about it. I bet they're always self-evaluating. Like when they're doing their accent, they're probably congratulating themselves if they do a really good job on a certain part. Like inside they're going, oh, that sounded really good. Yeah. And you know I think, I, say I me also again. think that they're doing it for the thrill of yeah. getting away with something. Yeah. It's mm. like a sickness. Mm-hmm. That stresses me out. I'm going to go. No, oh, Donna, wait. Donna, no, you wait. can't go. All right, you no, go we then, just started. Dawn. Okay, that's fine. We'll bring Rocco in. All right, Rocco's coming in. Thank you, Dawn. Thank you. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Um, hey, we'll tell you whose cookbook has returned to the best seller oh. status following a very special televised event. Coming up next.